Welcome back to the one and only Gran and Zero podcast. Hello! Before we kick off this episode, massive shout out to Kent CBD, the first full sponsor of the podcast. Now, CBD helps with everything. Aches and pains in your ligaments, joints, muscles, you know. But also, it helps with your mental health. And especially this week, it being Mental Health Awareness Week, you know, you've got to do all you can to keep you on the right path. I use it. I use the drops before every show, usually before I go to bed as well. It helps me relax, helps me chill out and get amongst that. You know what I'm saying? So, without further ado, make sure you go to www.kentcbd.org and get yourself some CBD. You want 10% off? I don't mind giving you that. Do it. Put in the promo code GRANITE0, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. You are welcome. Now, this is a first for the Granite Zero podcast. We have a funny motherfucker coming on the show. And what a beautiful human as well. He's a stand-up comic. He's a former veteran of the US Army. And he's just, just a nice, nice fucking guy. So without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Ben Horn. Check it out. Still can't get used to that recording in progress, bollocks. But Ben, welcome <laughs> to the Granite Zero podcast. Thank you for taking the time to come and talk to me. Well, yeah, man, I've, I've been stoked about this ever since you hit me up, man. This is going to be awesome. You know what? That makes me feel so good. So warm yeah. and fuzzy. So warm and fuzzy. Do you know what's mad? I did it again. So, so last time I had um, I had Liz Carmouche, who's now the new Bellator champion in mixed martial arts. And she's at Central Time, I believe, as well. So okay. Like, oh, there's a bit. There's five hours, according to uh, Google. Yeah. Yeah. Google didn't fancy telling me that it's different when it's British summertime. Oh. So there's me thinking, oh, 12 o'clock, I'm going to do 12 o'clock. It's fucking one o'clock, isn't it? Yeah. Dickhead. But never mind. I don't have regular human work tomorrow, so we're golden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, that's that's... That's the thing, especially grinding out with comedy and stuff. It's like, if I don't have work the next day, I'll stay up any hours of the day, you know. It's it's just that grinding it out all night and then getting a little nap and then going yeah. in to do whatever that's it gets old, man. I'm 32 now, you know. When I was when I was still like when I was still doing the infantry thing, I was a I was a boy. You see <laughs> yeah. You could go out, you could go out and get absolutely pissed out your skull. 
And then the yeah. next morning they're like, we're going on a five mile run. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do that on a hangover, but it's fine. Yeah. Now, I, well, basically I, I was at a wedding yesterday. I was at my, um, my cousin's wedding and yeah, it took me a while today to get back into regular human. Like I had to like have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I had to have several naps and back throughout the day. But I know I was like, I didn't even drink like to the extent that I used to drink. Like the devil's juice would would knock me knock me for six. Dude, I uh, I actually, I've been I've been taking a little bit of a break from drinking. I think it's been probably about a month and a half or so. You know, it you know, I'm I'm the first one to admit, like I'll I'll get carried away, you know, especially you know, coming from the military background where drinking <laughs> yeah. absolutely the culture. And then also, you know, just uh, being in the comedy clubs every night, you know, it's so easy to get carried away with drinking and doing stuff. And, you know, I had the, I got to stay focused on the, the stuff that I'm trying to actually accomplish in life. So, yeah, I get, I get what you mean there. And especially, like you said, coming back from like the, the military background, we're the most functioning alcoholics. Yeah, absolutely. In, in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we did it. I mean, just like you were saying, man, I remember those days of just again plaster. I mean, just blackout. And then you go to sleep for like two hours. You wake up, you're still drunk. And you're like, all right, let's go, let's go ruck 12 miles, you know? Sweating <laughs> yeah. it all out. The whole the whole formation just reeks of booze. Just booze. Dude, I don't know. I can't do that anymore, man. I'm I'm too old for that. I just like you're <laughs> And like, if I, if I have a few drinks, I got, I got like the, I need the whole next day to recover. Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to lay on the couch sipping, you know, orange juice and Pedialyte. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, make sure your, your coffee is as dark as your soul you get. And then you should get, get out of it. My, yeah, exactly. uh, my sister-in-law or future sister-in-law, shall I say, put up, she put, oh, I can feel the two day hangover coming. I was like, oh, yeah. you're you're still struggling. Yeah. But yeah, mate. But just generally though, th- thanks for taking the time to to come on. It's yeah, absolutely. You are my um, my first stand-up comic, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm honored, man. Um it's cool. You know, I do you know, I do podcasts and stuff, you know, regularly, but it's always yeah, yeah. you know, um just about usually it's you know, just comics, you know, yeah. talking about whatever crazy shit and you know um so it's cool to be able to get to do stuff that like this that's a little more substantial i guess a little little more serious get to dive a little deeper into stuff yeah it's it's like it's like you asked it's like do you have a a a set agenda when you when you're on your on on my show i'm like "Eh, not really yeah i like to just see where where it goes if if it goes into a deep and meaningful conversation and so be it but if not if we're just two fucking silly gooses talking shit yeah. then that's even better yeah but yeah, yeah. well i found i found you i was literally i was literally doing what i always do when i'm bored at work i'm scrolling through instagram flicking through the reels and then yeah. that the the veteran joke popped up that you said about yeah. veterans day I just, I was literally going. That's fucking brilliant. I went. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to ping him a message. I was like, this is. I'm gonna have to try and get this guy on. That's brilliant. Yeah, dude. It's it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite jokes to tell. Um, I mean, I've always. This is just. I think generally goes with, 
you know, military people in general, we just have darker senses of humor. And that's always been kind of my thing. And, and that joke is, uh, is definitely on the darker side. And it makes it, you know, I love it so much, because I mean, especially I'm, I'm new, you know, I'm like a boomer at heart, like I'm still learning how to do all this social media stuff and kind of get my get the product out there to, to more people. And, um, you know, the reception, when I posted that joke, you know, it's one of my favorites. I couldn't wait for people to see it. And um, just the re- all the reactions that I get from, you know, other veterans that are just like, I don't understand why people would think this is offensive. We all think it's hilarious, you know? Yeah, but that, that's the thing as well. It's like, that's, a, that's one of those massive things with, with jokes is it's a joke. Right, yeah. You know, it, it, we, we've all, especially veterans, like the majority of us have lost friends. We've lost things like that. Absolutely. And those that have probably gone would be the first ones to say, why are you being all sad about it? Make a fucking right. joke about it. Yeah. Like I've always said to my wife, I'm like, if I ever go before you and I'm getting cremated, I've got to have Great Balls of Fire is the song that's being played as, as I'm going into the fucking fire. And she's like, Dude, I, I used, can't, I used like, to I say that. I, that. And I went, yeah, you can. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, I used to, I used to say that that was the song I wanted to lose my virginity to. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah, definitely. Two, two biggest moments of your life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's but, so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I, you know, I, you know, I get, I, I get, you know, so much great uh, responses from, from veterans and stuff. And, you know, to be honest, like I didn't, when I first started, I didn't really want to talk about the veteran thing very much because I didn't necessarily, because I, I was afraid of two things. One, I didn't want to be the guy that now has to only do military jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah, I'll get um, So I didn't really want to get kind of like, I or whatever you want to say um but then the other thing was that i didn't want anyone to feel like they have to like me either which yeah. i feel sometimes i don't want people to be like oh well I, I can't dislike this comedian because you know he he's a veteran and like i have to respect him like if you don't like my comedy please for all by all you yeah know, yeah you know fucking dislike it you know i don't want to work with that crutch and i don't want to get pigeonholed either um but that being said like you know and my friends have always um said like you know you have to dig into it more because it is it was such a huge part of my life it was 10 years of my life for you know it was from 18 years old to 28 i mean that's a that's a boy to a a grown-ass man that's a long time that's a that's a that's a boy to a older boy Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm that's, still, in, that's I, infantry, man. We don't we don't grow up. Like, yeah, that's like true. Fucking Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah, we're in Neverland. <laughs> Bad knees. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, and um, but you know, I do. The one of the things in comedy is always finding what your unique perspective is. Yeah. And then, a unique perspective that I have that not a lot of other people do and so it is something I, I have been working on more to uh to kind of explore and like tell more stories and you know because it is a part of who I am it's not something that I really want to shut down 
I just didn't want to use those two crutches, if that makes sense. Or yeah, use, no, I totally get that. I totally get um, that. But, uh, you know, using it more and writing more jokes and stuff and just how many people are constantly like hitting me up and, you know, like yourself and just telling me how much they loved it and appreciated it. It's like, fuck, I want to give you like I want to give those people more of that. You know, if they yeah, love, yeah. you know, I you know, it's obviously I'm, I'm always working on new material and stuff and I'm always pushing and writing and and talking about different things. But, um, you know, I still and, you know, it's not all military stuff, but, you know, it is something that I want to keep giving to those people who are looking for it because I feel yeah, like yeah. there's, you know, I mean, you know how it is. It's like a lot of us feel like, especially once we get out, feels like you're all alone and, you know, you don't Definitely. find that that connection anymore. People don't understand your sense of humor. It's such that, a that is a massive into, struggle when. Yeah, absolutely. So I, if I, 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 first I can got do it. this. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's me. That's me cutting into you there. I'm, I'm, that's <laughs> actually quite a funny thing as well. Me, me and my brother both like Chris D'Elia. We, we find him yeah. hilarious. And yeah. uh, he goes on to a few podcasts that we both like. And he always gets interrupted by, you probably know Brian Callen as well. He always gets, yeah. so Brian always interrupts him and he always goes, oops, just like that. It's like just a oops. And um, now my daughters have picked up on me and my brother doing it to each other because yeah. I'm always cutting in just like I've just done now but we'll be at the dinner table we'll be chatting away uh, they'll be talking about their day and then something will just pop in my head and I can't help myself and I'll say something and both my daughters they're they're 11 and 8 and they just go oops and you're like yeah. <laughs> sorry yeah. sorry but no I totally get what you mean with the um with them not understanding the sense of humor because it's very sarcastic it's very dry it's very dark in places yeah it's it's like it even goes down to like one of my buddies um former former guest of the show he's now a, a paralympic uh wheelchair rugby champion wow that's awesome. uh, he lost both his legs in um an ied in in afghanistan but his handle on Instagram and everything else. He even set up a charity uh, of Team Legless. Um, but he's he's Legless Robo. That, yeah, that's like that's his name. It's like yeah, it's 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 little things like that. It's like my my mother-in-law goes, oh, it's really sad. I went, well, it's not. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him losing his legs. Yeah, he's he's fucking. He's got a lovely house. He's got a nice new car. He's an Olympic gold medalist. That wouldn't have happened if he didn't lose his legs. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like that. It's like that Cat Stevens song, you know? Is it Moonshadow, I think? If he didn't have, wouldn't have to walk anymore, you know? Yeah, exactly. You gotta look at the positives here. He doesn't have to walk anywhere. <laughs> He's not hoofing it. He's fucking rolling down the streets. You get a nice hill, dude. You look He's gone. He's gone. Fucking cruising. <laughs> yeah, man. It's um it's it's funny. Yeah, it you know, and I, I was thinking about this earlier because um, you know, the in the, in the comedy world, it's, you're never going to please everybody for sure. Yeah, you know, definitely. I think you're always going to offend somebody. And, you know, especially today, it seems like people are increasingly, you know, more easily offended. Um, but, you know, with, you know, I, I remember just my whole time, like in the military, it was like the worst jokes I, I've ever heard in my entire life. Like the most offensive things I've ever heard one person say to another person 
were between two people who loved each other so much that they would literally kill and die for each other. Yeah. The thing that I feel like the rest of the world that, that the reason they don't understand it is because they don't understand that connection. You know, there's jokes that we all make, everybody would make in their living room with their best friend that they wouldn't make out in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask myself as a comic, I'm like, well, why, why is that? Why would you do that here, but not there? And the reason is because, or at least I think the reason is because people don't understand the relationship. And yeah, yeah. So it seems like it's coming from a place of ignorance or insensitivity or whatever the case is. But if you really think about it, we want to live in a world where these jokes are funny to everybody. Because the reason that they're funny to us as veterans is, again, because we're ready to kill and die for each other. There's nothing yeah, above, yeah. right? There's a, there's, that's a relationship. That, that's peak of, of an intimate relationship with somebody, right? Of having an intimate connection with somebody. And the, that's why you can get away with saying crazy things. Because at the end of the day, none of those things matter. We're going to exactly. fight this yeah. out together. And so we should want to live in a world where we're all feeling like if we could, you know, if I could snap my fingers and make the world a perfect place, it would be one where everybody cared like that, had that level of care for everyone. Because yeah, yeah. then, but, and you know, because that would, that would be the perfect world, you know, and then we could make those jokes. But unfortunately, people still have this disconnect of other people's experiences or emotions or whatever the case may be. And they're not really, and they don't really understand that that kind of connection. Yeah, and I think a lot, a lot of people don't seem to, to <laughs> so they don't understand that it is a joke, right? Like you're not saying it just to hurt someone's feelings. You're saying yes. it because it's the same when you're at you're at school, and you and you know the teacher's going to say something, and you and you say something, and it makes the room laugh because you're not supposed to have said that thing. So it's right. funny. So yeah. when you go to a... When I go and see a stand-up comic, like I've been to see a couple and I found them fucking hilarious. I love watching different comics on um, online and things like that. And I like the out there sort of really getting to the fine lines where it's like, ooh, that, that type of comedy where it's, ooh... Yeah. And then you laugh. You're like, oh, he said, he said yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I call that I call that the grenade. It's like you drop <laughs> yeah. it's a little delay and then it's boom. Yeah. Oh, now we get it. We're there. Yeah. That, that, that is. But like, like you said, you're not you don't design your jokes and what you're saying to offend someone. It's is to get that laugh. And I think a lot of people have forgotten that. They're very quick to very quick to be offended. And then because we have the ability of the double-edged sword that is social media, it's uh -huh. oh, I'm offended. I'm going on Twitter now to get this guy cancelled. Yeah. Like, brilliant. That's his livelihood. He hasn't gone out there yeah. to we'll use the 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 trans movement. He hasn't gone there to offend trans people. Right. It's I've made a joke about it. It's a joke. Yeah, and you can't, and it's especially as a comic, everything is observational. Yeah. So, especially when it comes to really big things like like that, I mean, naturally, 
people are going to observe that. And as a comedian, you're going to make jokes. That's how, that's how, that's how we operate as it's it's purely it's observations that we make. And then we, you know, we turn it into something that's, that's silly. And that's, you know, that's just how that goes. And it's never, and you know, on the, the, it's interesting, the flip side of the, I, I, remembering that it's a joke is such a big thing. It's funny. It, it annoys me on the flip side of the coin when people, um, like when people take a joke as a statement as opposed to a joke. Yeah. It annoys me when they get upset. It also can be equally annoying to me when people overly support the idea too. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you an example. Um, I have, a, and you probably saw it, I had this joke about um, about guns, about an argument I got into somebody with guns. And it's a silly joke. It, I was <clears throat> bad, and I'll, I'll briefly go through it, but basically the premise is that I got into an argument with somebody about guns, and, uh, and they were like, well, I lost, you know, um, two of my brothers and my husband to somebody with a gun. And I was like, well, it sounds like you should get a gun. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's a silly joke. And, you know, and some people take it as like a statement. So you get the people. So like when I, I posted that that video as well, a ton of people saying, you know, oh, fuck you. Guns are terrible. So those people are taking it as a statement. And that's really annoying. But then you get the other side that's like, yeah, all these dumb liberals who hate guns and these fucking yeah. shit. I'm like, you're equally as annoying. You're both taking this yeah. concept as something that's as, as, as if I'm, I'm not a pub. I'm not, I'm not a public figure. I, yeah, I'm not a public figure. I'm not like a Senator. I'm not running on anything. I'm yeah. trying to ha hots. I'm telling yeah, yeah. you, you know, I'm trying so to get you, to giggle, man. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, even the people who support it can sometimes be frustrating to me because again, I'm not trying to make statements. I'm trying to take something and flip it in a way that you wouldn't normally think about it. And that's how the laugh is like, oh, I didn't, my brain wouldn't have made that connection, you know? No, no, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. So what, what is your process in terms of writing new material? Do you set yourself time in the day where you just sit down and you think you like turn all the music off and shit like that and go into the writing process or is it more of a you're walking about the day you see something funny oh fuck better write that down that was that was a i'm i mean both um you know it's it's one of those you know you know writing is something just like anything else you you gotta practice it to get good at it yeah and if you're not constantly practicing it you're gonna lose it right just like anything else you know playing a sport or working out or whatever the case is. So I force myself to sit down with my notepad and a pen and write every single day, maybe rewrite an old joke. Maybe I got a new concept that I'm trying to work. Yeah. But it is, I mean, there's, there's so much, there's a lot more writing jokes is a lot more complicated than a lot of people think it is. A lot of people who, um, you know, and, and, and to no fault of their own, but people who, who watch stand-up comedy, a lot of times they just think, oh, they're, they're just up there talking and they're funny, but they don't realize the hours and months and years that are spent into writing and rewriting that joke until it's, Perfect. you know, yeah. final product. 
So I, I force myself to write, even if it's something I don't necessarily plan on using on stage, just to, just to flex that muscle and, and exercise that, that creative part of my brain. And then also, you know, if I see something or I think of something funny, I've got a little notebook that I keep on my person at all times in case I think of something, I'll write that down or I'll jot it down in like the notes on my phone. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that and I'll say like, take that idea and then I'll write it out fully, you know, on a notepad. And then I take out words and sentences and I, you know, rearrange it and then, you know, yeah. something. So it's, it's a little bit of both, you know, I do force myself every day to sit down with a notepad and write stuff out. But then there's also times when I'm just, I see something or I think of something I'm like, fuck, that's funny. And, you know, I jot it down and, and then sometimes you write on stage too. You know, we, if I'm not doing paid shows, I'm out doing open mics and doing, you know, you, fortunately here in Austin, Texas, there's the comedy scenes exploding and there's so many open mics every single night. So I can hit three or four open mics a single night and just play with these ideas on stage and just kind of riff with them and have fun. And sometimes I'll just come, I'll just say something organically and I'll be like, Oh fuck, that's brilliant. I'm keeping that, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then, um, and also the, the thing with comedy and, and like writing it is that this is the analogy that I use all the time. If, if you wanted to be really good at say playing guitar, you could lock yourself in your room and play guitar for hours and hours and hours and hours. And you'll eventually get really good at the guitar. With comedy, you can't lock yourself in the room. It has to be practiced in front of people. Yeah. Is the whole, because you have to know if you're, you have to get the reaction. That's the whole point. Yeah, you got, you have, you have the, the feeling. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, the, the open mics and the shows, it's, it's just, that's how we, that's how we practice. That's how, you know, we get good. So it's, uh, you know, it, the writing is part of it. And then the other part of it is getting out and getting as much stage time as you possibly can every single week, whether it's an open mic or they're paying you, doesn't matter. doesn't matter if there's fucking three people or if there's 300 people, just go out there, get the reps in you know, fucking figure out what works and what doesn't. And then, you know, keep going from there. And, you know, that's the only, so you, as a comic, you have to be on stage all the time. Yeah. And yeah. If, if you want to, I mean, if you want to make this a career, which I ideally would like to do, I mean, I know plenty of people um, that, you know, they, they love comedy and they want to do it, but it's more of like a hobby for them. You know, they come and come out from time to time then there are people that, you know, if, if you really want to make this a career, you got to treat it like if you wanted to be a professional athlete, you're in the gym every single day. Yeah. You're yeah. In the gym for hours and hours. You're constantly, you're reviewing tapes. You're watching other people play. You know, you're all, you're pretty much all you're thinking about is that sport. If you want to be a professional athlete and it's, you know, same with, same with comedy. You just have to be obsessed with it basically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good I, at it. I've always sort of, I'm fascinated with the whole process of of the joke writing and things like that. I think it's an incredible skill. Not only because mm. some people are just naturally funny people, like yeah, they even just some of my best mates just come out with one liners that you're like, that's fucking brilliant. And yeah, you start chuckling for no reason. 
But it's it's the fact that like you you're putting it onto paper, and and for me it, it would be difficult to write a joke onto paper and go, oh yeah. that's funny. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll use my like I've done I've been best man a couple of times and obviously as a best man you have to try and make it semi funny semi serious yeah. and I remember writing the speeches out and looking at it going I don't know if that's funny I don't yeah but it's not until you then start practicing in the mirror practicing to your missus practicing to whoever and you're like yeah yeah okay I'll, I've got a good joke yeah on. that's a good one that's a good yeah one. Uh, yeah but yeah it's it's just the like you said, you got you got to get the reps in. You got to get the reps in, mm-hmm. and the same goes for doing things like this. When I first started doing the podcast, I was nervous as shit. Like I've got mm-hmm. people coming on, I don't really know. I've never met them like like yourself. Never met you, but yeah, we're having a nice flowing conversation, which is awesome. But like originally, I'd get all anxious. I'd get all fidgety, nervous. I'd be like, oh yeah. god, is this going to be a shit one? I've only ever had yeah. one shit podcast, but that was. That's never been released. That's in that's in the that's in the dark dark hole. Yeah. The iCloud never to be released. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's 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 just getting used to things and what this is sort of tapering into the, the next sort of thing. So obviously you were you were in the infantry and was it was were you how how can I phrase this? Was comedy always something that you admired and wanted to get involved, or did it just sporadically happen? That's it's a really interesting story, actually. So I, I actually started doing doing stand up and co- in comedy clubs when I was around twelve or thirteen. It was in like middle, oh, right. yeah. And um, I started at like open mics at like the big boy open mics at the actual comedy clubs and stuff. And um, had some success and um, did some traveling, did some radio shows and all that stuff. Um, And then uh, got older and um, kind of phased out of it a bit, I'd say. And then, yeah, joined, you know, joined the Army, was infantry and did that. You know, I really thought it was going to be a career um, for a long time. Things change, obviously. But uh, so I when I got out. My plan, bro, my plan was to go to, I was going to go to law school. I was going to be a politician. I was going to change the world. And then as a 28 year old man, who's just spent the last 10 years, you know, in in the military, I, and then sitting in in a classroom with 18 to 20 year olds, yelling at each or who are all yelling at each other because they all think they've got the world figured out i just i i remember looking around one day in one of my political science classes and going you know what i this shit ain't for me dog i think (laughs) you know um so i ended up so how i got back into it was i ended up going to do an open mic just for shits and giggles and I had some stories about the VA, the, Vet- the Veterans Affairs Office, and how terrible they were. Mm. And uh, I had some bits about that that I kind of wanted to just get off my chest. I was yeah. so frustrated. And so I did it and had a great set. And I like, I was like, oh yeah, I I enjoy this. I forgot that I like, you know, this it had been, you know, 15 years 
you know, since I, you know, had really done it. Um, and then, so I started going to a couple more, a couple more, and then it just kind of, and then one day I was just, I dropped out of school and I said, this is what I want to do with my life. I'm putting all my eggs in, in this basket. Um, and so it's, and that was, I'd say about three years ago, oh, gone through, you know, several jobs and, um, you know, whatever, whatever I had to do to, to keep a roof over my head and food in my stomach so that I can continue to go out and, and do this. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, and it's, it's been great. You know, I'm very fortunate, um, to also be good at it to an extent, you know, because there are some people, I mean, I, I was just, I don't know if you're a fan of uh, Tim Dillon at all, yeah, but I was yeah, just, yeah. his, his podcast and he was talking about comedians and he was like, you know what? He's talking about comedians that, you know, they want it, but they're just not good at it. And he's like, you know what? Sometimes what you, you, ju you just don't always get what you want. Right. No, and no, I don't. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Real reality of life. And so I feel very fortunate to be good enough at this to, um, to actually, to have it be a reasonable goal to be, to have this as my full-time job make money doing it. I mean, I make money doing it, but not enough, not enough to, you know, pay the bills and keep, keep nah, nah. and all of that, you know, I know, I know what you mean with that. I, I definitely know what you mean. And it, it's so, always, it's always a bonus when it's something that you love doing and it's not only your hobby, but it's also more than that. And you're getting paid mm -hmm. for it. That, that is just like an added extra bonus. Like yeah. you said, you'd probably be happy just doing your stand-up in the open mics. Yeah. Just making people laugh because, yeah. you know, that's what you jesters do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the, the truth is, you know, we were talking about the writing process and all that earlier. You know, it, it is, um, you know, it, it is work. It is work, you know. Yeah. It's not always fun and games. It is, you know, it just like, you know, professional athletes or anything else, sometimes you're going to lose a game. Sometimes you're going to go on stage and you're going to eat every dick in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I hate <laughs> you. And you got to just take it on the chin and just go home and try to get some sleep after that, you know? Yeah. How do you deal with that then? How does that? Cause like, like I said, I've, I've, I've done one of these and it was shit. And I remember finishing it and I was like, well, I'm probably never going to do another one of these. Cause that was just, that was awful. Uh -huh. and, and it was I was like so deflated but when it when it comes to as as like I hear them refer to it as bombing on stage when you yeah get all the fucking bags of dicks thrown at you right in your face yeah. slapping you across the face with a big fucking massive man dick yeah do, do you go off and just think like do you take it in your stride or is it sort of laugh it off because it was that bad or is it man i really need to put a bit more work in i mean i'm one of those people that no matter what i do i never feel like i'm good enough at it which is why I'm successful in a lot of things that i've done including like the infantry stuff because i'm just constantly telling myself that i'm not good enough i'm not i gotta work harder gotta practice more gotta you know do whatever um, which, uh, 
you know, which it sucks and it creates a lot of anxiety, but I'd also rather be that guy than the one who did had like an okay set and comes off as like, dude, I just murdered. I just, yeah, yeah. the delusional guy, but um, no, I mean, when, uh, you know, sometimes you have some and you're like, you can just take it as, you know, especially being like dark and dirty, like I am sometimes it's just not your audience, you know, yeah, and you yeah. that is yeah. like, well, this wasn't my night. And then sometimes you can just be trying your darndest and you're just getting nothing. And you're, you just go in the back and go, I should probably just quit and find a career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, it's, I, you know, I get both of those emotions all the time. You know, if, if I have a bad set, I, sometimes I just go, eh, that's life, you know, on to the next one. And then sometimes I just think, oof, I made a mistake. <laughs> you know, yeah, I definitely shouldn't have got School. up today. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it, there's, it's, everybody does it though. That's the other thing to, to always, that I always try to keep into perspective is, um, you know, everybody bombs. I mean, uh, Dave Chappelle at um, like one of his Netflix specials, he was talking about when he bombed in Detroit and, you know, he, Dave, it's, it's Dave Chappelle for Christ's sake, right? Yeah. He's talking about a story when he bombed recently in a theater of people who came to see yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's madness in itself. It's yeah, it's, so it's something that you're never going to it's it you're it doesn't matter how good you get, it's never gonna go away. It's yeah. just it's just about finding a productive and constructive way of taking that loss and learning from it, as opposed to just taking your toys and going home and yeah. <laughs> In your room, yeah. you know? I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. This is shit. Yep. I'm, I'm not playing anymore. I see. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this noise. See you yeah. later. It's it's been good. See you later. Yep. But well, well I tried, guys. Yeah, that, that's a that's a mad thing that I saw the other day. Obviously, well, we'll go to the Oscars first. You got Will Smith coming up and slapping Chris Rock, which was yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one because I was like, I can see why he's done he's done it to like defend his missus, but also it what it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't even a fucking good joke. It was a shit joke. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> he deserved the slap for that shit joke. I it's, mean, it's, gone, um, it's nothing to do with my wife. That joke was awful. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But it, um, no, but and then, then she, yeah, and then Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle just got tackled on stage. They don't. They still don't really know the motives yet. But I mean, it's um, you know, it's. I'm just, I'm just gonna throw this one out here. There, go quick. Whoever is security at the front, those those motherfuckers need firing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they I were too busy watching uh, the show. They were watching the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whoever the security, it's not even his security. They're just letting anybody run up on stage. What are you doing, man? That was, yeah, I mean, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, um, it, it's crazy to think that comedians, people, by definition, a joke is not serious, Yeah, you know? And it's it's crazy that comedians are now becoming targets for not for making jokes that people don't like. And another thing that I've noticed, like as a comic, is 
a lot of times you'll get people who aren't even listening to the message of the joke or the point of the joke. They're just listening to, they hear certain words and they've already made up their mind yeah. that like this, which yeah. is, um, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's, it's becoming harder and harder, but at the same time for, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? Science, so I, bitch. Yes, yeah, <laughs> science, bitch. So for every one of those people who's, if for, for all those people, for every person who is becoming more and more easily offended, there's another person who's getting sick and tired of being, of people being offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's why you're seeing people like the Legion of Skanks and Tim Dillon and like these edgier comedians are growing huge. They're getting way bigger now. And yeah, they're getting more, you know, like, hate mail or whatever you want to call it from from other people but at the same time they're they're also growing in influence because they are the opposite of that and there yeah. are people who are looking for that so you know the the pendulum swings both ways you know for for everyone who's you know getting sick and tired of the you know everyone who's easily offended there's people who are saying give me the offensive i yeah. what i'm looking for you know, definitely. So it's just about finding finding that audience and uh, finding the people who are looking for that. Um, you know, as a younger comic like myself, I don't always have that luxury of having my audience. Sometimes yeah, I know what you mean. an yeah. audience, and I got to deal with what I got, and they have to do this. The audience has to do the same thing. They got to deal with me. Sometimes yeah, exactly each other exactly. But well. This is literally about to stop, so I'm going to send you a new link. For some reason, it's only given us 40 minutes, which is okay. Amazing. Yeah, send me so another link. I'll, I'll ping another link, and then it'll all, it'll 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 work out. Yeah, no worries, <laughs> man. We'll take a quick break. Yeah, quick break. Back to it. Back in the game. Quick, quick break for the adverts. Yeah, I got a. <laughs> Moved it, uh, moved inside. So hopefully there's a little less, uh, less planes going overhead. And um, well, I was a, as a former member of the air force, I don't mind a plane going over. Yeah. <laughs> well, your, uh, your listeners might care when, uh, yeah. They're like, what is this? This is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> what um, are they talking about? All I can hear is dogs and planes. So what is, so, I mean, and now I'm, if you don't mind me asking some questions. Yeah, you shoot. It, what is the comedy scene like where you are? Like what, um, it, like explain to me what the comedy, the climate is. And Well, it's, it, it, well, like, like, like everywhere, I think it's a, it's a mixed bag. Um, obviously, similar to you guys over there, you've got the, the smaller, sort of venues and things like that and then the bigger you get obviously the bigger the better places you go but it's it's us brits of uh, we have a different humor sure than than the than you yanks yeah um, so that, that's a uh, i think it's strange because some of some of them like my my main favorite comedian didn't even start off as a stand-up. He now does stand-up. Obviously, is Ricky Gervais. He's oh uh, man, he's love he's, love Ricky Gervais. He's my hero. Um, he's oh, my spirit animal. Incredible. 
because he is very much similar to me where he sort of just says what he wants to say. And then if you don't mm. like it, then that's your problem that you don't like it. You don't have to listen if you don't. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. And when it comes to comedy and, and podcasts and radio shows and even down to social media, if you don't like it, just don't listen. Keep scrolling. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't go out. I I'm a a bit like Ricky in in this sense as well. Sometimes I get triggered and by little silly things, and I'm like, I shouldn't comment on that, but I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I don't go out of my way to do it if that makes sense. It's just sure. little silly things like uh, a bit of banter between friends on uh, on the football or sorry soccer things like that. I'll yeah. I I'm like the easiest fish to catch. They dangle mm-hmm. a little bit of bait and I'm hooked in already. I'm like, you yeah. fuck you, that's my team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so some sometimes is I just can't help myself. The one the one thing I do like to do is um <laughs> have you heard of the liver king bloke? No. Well, you pro- he's ridiculous, right? So he just eats raw meat and pretends that you get jacked and tanned just by eating raw meat. It's got nothing uh-huh. to do with the amount of steroids he pumps into his body. Right. He's, he's basically, he is a product of whatever supplement company this is, and they've hired him, and it's sort of gone strength to strength. Like, people... Uh, starting to believe the shit that he's coming out with. One of the ones the other day was I only eat fertilized chicken eggs because they're <laughs> better for you. And I was like, that's not even true. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> just, that's hilarious. But it sometimes was- I think, is this guy just a, a, a massive troll now? Is he, does he know that he's some sort of fucking it, you're just trolling people that's what i think yeah um, and the other the other one there's there's so many funny funny ones that wind me up you got the bloke that does dust which is uh detroit fucking something tactical training it, and he's he's ridiculous i don't know if you've seen that guy uh-uh. Oh, so I'm going to send you some of these and you're just going to be blown. Like this guy apparently gives you self-defense classes against people with weapons. Oh, you know what? I think I have seen some of those. Every <laughs> once in a while, I'll see those where it's like <laughs> the driver's seat. It's like, dude, yeah. you, if you roll those dice, be my guest. <laughs> you, you did. You did. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty there's so sure. Many, there's so many funny reels that I've seen on Instagram where there's people taking the piss out of that. Like they've come yeah. in, they've done the class, and then it's like they go to do it in real life, and it just cuts them in heaven. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are. I have seen those exactly. It's 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 hilarious. I mean, if that guy's doing comedy. He's an Andy Warhol level genius. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's the thing. I I can't. Sometimes I'm like, well, he's taking the piss. That's not real. 
Yeah, he's he's acting a bit like the um, master Ken. Master Ken, he does like a, a karate thing where he just hits people in the right. nuts, and yeah, that's obvious that that's not real. But, but also done, pretty effective. Yeah, they've done something together though, and I was like, is he? I don't know. Are you? Yeah, that deluded that you think you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I oh, mean madness. It's um, if he's if he's doing comedy, he's a genius. If he's yeah. actually trying to teach people these self so-called self-defense tell. methods, he's that good. He's a, he's a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of he's this either guy, that dude. good or he's just fucking. I don't know what he is. He's either the best actor in the world or the worst. And here's and here's the thing: we'll never know because if no. he t- seriously, he's gonna stand behind it. And if he's doing comedy and he's funny, he's also gonna stand behind. <laughs> yeah, but the funniest thing you could do. So it's just we'll never it, know. It is bonkers. It is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, but I was yeah, just I've, curious. That's that's I was my just day. curious. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's just my day. That is that is my day. Going through Instagram, finding stupid shit. Yeah, I um, I like I said earlier, you know, I'm just now, um, you know, figuring out the like the the Instagram reels, which I just started doing. I have a a, a very funny friend. Um, she's a she's a comic here in Austin. Her name's Heather Shaw. She's very funny. She's very very popular on TikTok, and uh, her reels are pretty popular as well. But she was the first. Um, we we do shows together and stuff, and she was the one that was like, "You need to start." posting to reels that's that was the first thing right yeah uh, so she she showed me how to do that and how to get them out there and that's been you know going well and then she's like all right now you need to get on tiktok and and it's it it drives me insane because again like i i hate that i have to do like um you know the youtube and the instagram and the tiktok yeah. and you know, stuff it's 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 frustrating but at the same time i look at the results which is meeting you meeting all these other people, getting all these people interested and, you know, following, you know, what I'm doing. And um, so I, I've accepted that, yes, it's, it's new to me and, you know, I'll probably never quite figure it out, but the being able to reach out to, to people. And uh, like I said, especially with like veterans and stuff, people who see, can find somebody that, you know, that they can like relate to, and have like you know and laugh at like that means a lot to me so um it's you know worth it in the long run is it a little annoying yes yeah but... it's, it's difficult though i find because i'm i'm similar to yourself in that where i, I do use it i don't mm-hmm. i don't have tiktok because i can't stand it um, <laughs> but my, my my eldest daughter has it and i swear she now has fucking developed some sort of Tourette's where she just dances for no reason. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, TikTok. I'm like, what what, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like it's like the other day we were we were driving in the car and she just went, I know the dance to this song. I went, No, you don't. She went, <laughs> she went Yeah, I do. I went, No, you know 30 seconds of a dance yeah. to this song. You do not know the dance to this song. But, yeah. But it's, it is madness. And oh, it's just, it is 
hella strange. And I, we, especially, I watch the reels and occasionally I'll be on her phone and I'll go through the TikTok shit. Mm -hmm. The TikTok. That's how old I am. (laughs) Um, um, That's that's the clip that you need for (laughs) this show is that's the clip. I was going through the TikTok. (laughs) I'm going through the TikTok. And, uh, but when it comes down to me making one for, for the podcast, like I could do different clips of each episode mm-hmm. for the week or whatever. Yeah. But I find myself trying to do it. I'm like, I don't know if this looks any good. And mm-hmm. to me, it doesn't look good. I'm not sure how to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to just continue doing what I'm doing. And, you know, eventually I'll probably figure it out. Uh, yeah, be, being being the ripe old age of thirty five, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I'm with you, man. It's 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 worth it. Like it's it's like learning a new language. You know, yeah. it's, um, it's it's still you know. I mean, I just I think I've had a TikTok for maybe two weeks now, um, and I've you know I just started posting on Instagram Reels. I don't know where my phone went, but uh, recently, you know. Yeah. And um, it is, it's it's learning, because uh, it, it's not just about being able to edit a good clip, like find the good content, editing the good, yeah. clip, putting, you know, the right subtitles or text or photo with it, and then uploading it. But you got to know, like, the hashtag. That's, that's a big thing. To post and shit. Oh. It's. I put my fucking world. Yeah, I put my hashtags are now all like saved on notes. Yeah, I've got random ones. Mine's like dogs of Instagram. There's nothing to do with a dog on this. If anything, it's a monkey. Yeah, but um, yeah, but I I'm as much as I hate them. These new TikTok stars, like my my daughter, she's like. Oh, they're famous on TikTok. I was like, that's not a thing. Yeah. It shouldn't be a thing. Why are you praising people getting famous for being shit? That shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> if you've got a good talent, sure, show it off. Yeah. But then I'll actually watch these people and some of the, like, yes, some of their comedy that they've got on there is terrible. But some of them, like, I've, I follow this guy and all he does is dad jokes. Mm-hmm. the craziest little silly dad jokes, but he'll put it into like a, a funny sort of context. Like it will be, he, he's on death row and he's getting ready to be hung and he'll come out with this quick witted thing. Like, like, I don't know. I've got a sore neck or something like that. Or hopefully I don't have a sore neck after this. And then the yeah. bloke that's about to pull the lever, start, they starts laughing, and then it's like they're both laughing. And then he pulls it, and then he fucking hangs. But <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I watch him, and each one, I have a little chuckle, just like a. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. You could have a, you can have a double tap. But yeah, yeah. yeah, but some of them put so, and I didn't understand how much time and effort they put in to this, because some of these. Um, there's a there's another lady that I follow, and all she does is she basically lip syncs. So she'll get a, a popular English TV show, or for example, like a movie like Step Brothers. 
and she'll play both characters. She'll put a silly mm-hmm. wig on and she lip syncs them perfectly. Yeah. But it is per it is spot on perfect, and even down to like little laughs that she does. Like she'll do a little laugh, and I was watching it. I'm like, That's... so I sent her a message once. And I just went, "How long does it take you to do that?" And she's like, "Well, it takes me about four hours." I'm like, "That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's not even your job. <laughs> yeah. How have you got and four the... hours?" <laughs> and the crazy thing with that is she's, it's. It's not like it's not even her content. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Recreating something that somebody else wrote. Yeah. You know, taking like, and you know, uh, people like it. You know, if it works for you, you know, Godspeed. But it's like, you know, is it a talent? Is it an yeah. art? If, it's a, it's a, if it is a talent, it's a strange one to just lip sync someone else's stuff. Like, you wouldn't be able to go on to Britain's Got Talent or America's Got Talent and lip sync. Right, that's, yes. But you could, because, I don't know, they'd have any, any fucking cunt on fucking Britain's Got Talent. But, yeah. Um, that, that's, a, that's a strange one as well, because you, you, you get comics occasionally appear on those, and it's like, you'll probably be a little bit funny, but you're not going to be belly laugh funny because right oh, don't get me wrong i'm sure there are some very good clean comics mm-hmm. but i want i want i want my i want my comics to be dirty yeah <laughs> i want you to be dirty yeah. yeah i mean it's um you know uh as far as like clean comedians i mean um nate bargazzi probably one of the best out there right now if you haven't heard him he's he's incredible um he's got a few specials on netflix um i mean jim gaffigan's a legend uh brian regan those guys are all all clean and you know i remember <clears throat> uh jerry seinfeld said one time that it's easier to be a dirty comic you know it's hard yeah, i, I, I kind of get that it's it's harder to write clean and I get that to a degree, but I also disagree because it's the, the, you have to, it's, it's harder to get everybody on board with your thoughts if you're talking about butt fucking. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do you're, not know if, what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, it's Monday. For you, it's still Sunday. It's not even it's Thursday. Now, Thursday is Man Love Thursdays, which we can we could discuss, but fucking then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, that's. You no, know, I I feel like that's. I mean, because I experience it all the time as like a, a comedian who does primarily dark and dirty stuff. I have a much more difficult time getting an audience on board with my thought process than a comedian who's telling a joke about traffic, right? Traffic's a clean, everybody gets it. There's nothing controversial about traffic. So I, I mean, I understand what Jerry Seinfeld was saying and he's one of the goats, you know, all respect to him. I've read his books and stuff, you know, I'm not, discrediting anything that he says but i just i disagree in the sense that if comedy is about getting the audience on your side getting them to understand your thought process and if you're talking about something like 
butt fucking or porn or, you know, something dirty, it's going to be much harder to get everybody in that room on board yeah, than yeah. if you're talking about traffic or walking your dog or cooking. You know, know what I mean? Like there is a bit of a more of a challenge getting people on your side. And just case in point, you know, um, Big J Okerson, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a, one of my favorite comedians. He's very, very dirty. And he just did his first appearance on, I think it was Conan. He just did one of his first appearances on like a, a, a late night talk show. And they've been trying to get him to do one for years. And he didn't even do comedy. He was just the guy in the couch doing yeah, the yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they, they addressed it. They said, you know, we've been wanting to, we've been dying to get you on this show for years and we've never been able to. And they said, why is that? And Jay says, well, because I'm unbelievably filthy. Like you can't have me stand up on your show because it's going to lose viewers. So, I mean, that's the point right there. Like you get somebody, I mean, the networks know that yeah. you can't put who's too dirty on there. Um, now as a comic and you should be able to do at least you should have at least 10 minutes in your back pocket of like clean family yeah. friendly it's not really family friendly but you know clean stuff where you're not talking about whatever right um but um you know it, it but i do feel like there is that extra challenge as like a dirty or dark comedian um that um of, of getting the audience to understand your perspective. If you're, if you're, if you're doing comedy in front of a bunch of churchgoers and you start talking about, you know, fucking yeah. your favorite, but, your favorite porn site, you're probably going to lose some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those though. You've got to know your audience. Um, yeah. You can't, you can't have a good Christian people and start talking about priests molesting kids and shit yeah they won't they won't enjoy that or well, they might yeah. enjoy it if they were the priest molesting a kid um <laughs> but yeah but like one of my favorites is um is jimmy carr and obviously he's yeah world renowned for his very quick witted yes. hard-hitting it's very snappy his jokes it's not yeah. like a it's not like a long story with a horrible bit at the end it's like and one after the other after the other is it yeah seeing him live that was a good one I, I went to see him live where he was tested out one of his tester sessions you might say to see if his new material is working and uh, yeah that mm -hmm. was that was eye-opening <laughs> yeah it was yeah. very much my humor i chuckled the whole way yeah. through um but yeah it's but even I think it it must be the the TV side of comedy and things like that because over here in in the UK they sort of like that, but also only to a certain extent. Like you couldn't have Jimmy mm. Carr doing his his hour special, for example, because that would be right. like, oh, that's you can't do that. But yeah. yeah, he hosts a number of late night sort of game like jokey game show things where he's still. Right controversial and he'll still say things that you're like oh that's touching the mark but right. it, it gets the viewers over here because like i said we got slightly different wow I, I wouldn't say it's slightly different humor in that sense i think that's more the tv networks are a bit more 
loosey goosey over here than it is over there. Like, for example, we get obviously some of the big A list celebs that come over and do our talk shows and they're like, oh, we'll have to swear on here. It's like, uh-huh. you're fucking right, you're allowed to swear on here. Swear yeah. all you want. <laughs> yeah. I've I've had I've even had it with um certain guests from, from America that have been on, on the podcast. They're like, Can I swear on here? It's like yeah. Yes. I did, I didn't even ask. <laughs> Swear as much as you like. Yeah. Like, I didn't even ask. The word fuck is like every other word for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was um so I uh, I'm doing I'll be in um I'll be in Oklahoma next yeah, next month doing a weekend of shows at um Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. And um, it's a funny story. So this is my first time getting booked for a, a weekend at this comedy club, right? And uh, a, a, uh, another comic who, who books these shows, uh, he and I had met and he, he liked me a lot. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to book you for a weekend there. Um, so I was very excited about it. And he, he booked me for it. And then the original headliner... I was supposed to open for, um, ended up having to cancel last minute. Um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but, um, he had to cancel. And then the only person they could get, um, such short notice to fill the weekend was somebody from America's got talent. And he was a very like clean as a whistle comedian. So he calls me and he's like, look, man, uh, this isn't really your fault, but, and you can still do these shows if you want, but because, because this guy's like squeaky clean and he's, you know, America's got talent. He's going to bring out people who are looking for squeaky clean. You're going to have to do all clean material and you can't cuss and stuff. And he's like, that's not really on you. You didn't control this. And that's not why I booked. You. So you yeah. can if you want, or I can just move you to another, another weekend when you can be yourself. So obviously, I said, "Yeah, move me to another weekend when I." Yeah, yeah. Well, you want me to I mean, not yeah, be I myself? Do... Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could, I could be, I could do clean material, but uh, just like you said, I say fuck all the time without even thinking about it. Yeah, you know, the like fuck is like my um or my uh. It's yeah. like my crutch word, you know. So I, if I was gonna do it. The whole time I would just be, thinking, don't say fuck, don't say fuck, don't say fuck. And, you know, and the first time I did, it would throw me off so much. And, you know, so um, and it's something I should probably get better at in general. Just I mean, um, you know, I am who I am. But at the same time, if that's an easy that's something I can easily tweak um, and for other opportunities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that person all the time, but if somebody says, Hey, um, we're going to throw, I mean, if somebody, I mean, this is a crazy example, but if somebody were to say, Hey, we're going to put you on Conan O'Brien or something tomorrow, uh, you just can't cuss. Like I should be able to do that. You know, I can't let something (laughs) all as that stop me from getting other opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, I totally get what you mean. And, uh, my, my wife is always, sort of telling me to sort of tone it down a little bit, especially around my daughters. I shouldn't swear as much as I do. But, uh-huh. you know, 
I I always find that <clears throat> those that don't swear, you're not really being yourself. I don't think everybody swears. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so funny. Like my my daughters will be around someone else's house and they'll hear someone swear and they go, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Yeah. And they, and their response is, "You haven't met my dad." It's like, yeah. oh, I'm that dad now. It's like, yeah. I use the 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 term "cunt" as a term of endearment. Like, yeah, I, I my my wife will phone me when I'm at work, and she she'll have to say before I say anything, "You're on loudspeaker." By the way, the kids, yeah. Are it's like, oh, okay, because normally she'll phone. I go, "Oh, hello, you cunt," and she's like, yeah. "Oh, hello." Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. You guys, you guys use. You guys use cunt in a totally different way yeah it's... i was thinking about that the other day um, <laughs> I, uh, my good friend jason rouse uh he's a great comic he's a uh, real big in canada and like in the scandinavia area um but um he's a you know world traveler he's done comedy all over the world and stuff awesome. yeah um, we were talking about it because um the other day i was meeting some co-workers out uh for um for lunch and um they uh and somebody we were they were talking about ways you can get fired or something like that and um they were like well one of the ways you can get fired is you know you you, you can't say certain curse words and i was like well which one and she said the worst one and i was like you mean cunt <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> she meant fuck but oh. I, I just i was like i had cunt seems i think infinitely worse than than yeah fuck. it's 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 yeah, a good American. word because you, you it, I, I, it's one of my favorites. It's I probably such a great use it, word. I use it probably too much. Um, that's one that I do try not to say around the kids. However, I yeah. did say it in the car the other day when someone cut me up and yeah. it just comes out in the road rage. You yeah. fucking cunt. And they're like, Daddy! You say, like, oh shit. Sorry, yeah, swearing again. Fuck. Yeah, bollocks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I which think is strange because I, I, I grew up. My my mum and dad rarely swore in front of in front of us. We had like a rule. Uh, me and my brother were allowed to. We were allowed to let rip a little bit more with our bad language when we were playing sport. That was mm. because it, that's what you do when you play yeah. football or basketball or things. Yeah. Something goes and go your way. Shut the f word. Yeah, but like at home, it was now you don't swear at all. But now my mum is like gone full. My mum's from the the valleys in Wales, so it's it's okay. a, not the nicest area. Don't get like it's beautiful to look at, but the people were a yeah. bit the, probably the friendliest people you ever meet, but also the roughest people you'd ever meet. Yeah. So there, there's always been that sort of valleys mentality about her, but now she's um, remarried to uh, to another Welsh person. Her language is atrocious. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, mother, you used to wash my mouth out with soap and now you're swearing like someone in the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I don't think we'll ever get over the cussing, especially, you know, just from, I mean, in, as for, in like in the military too, it's just such a. Oh yeah. Go, going, back mean, to you... re, going back to reels again. Is it, it might it might even just be a YouTube clip that I've seen, and it's like how to speak infantry. Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck yeah, this yeah. shit. Fuck it, 
fuck, fuck, fuck. I was yeah. like, yep, that's spot on. That's pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, man, it's, you know, I and like, especially in that world, like, I don't trust the guy who doesn't cuss. Not, not are you just, like, not being yourself, but, I mean, what is what are you hiding? You know, they yeah. can't let a fuck slip every once in a while. What, <laughs> what do you have in your past that you're worried that people are going to start digging around because you said... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like the the guy, you know, if something crazy's going on and somebody says, "Oh, gee golly," I'm gonna go. This guy's this guy's got some fucked up shit. <laughs> this guy's done something fucking wild because he won't <laughs> say fuck. He's saying, "Gee golly," he sounds like fucking <laughs> Ned Flanders over here. And we're what are we doing? It's like uh, I, I I listen to um, Joe Rogan quite a lot. He's he's like sort of the benchmark in the podcast world, you could say. Mm-hmm. I remember him having uh, Stephen Thompson on, who's a UFC fighter, but he's a, a proper Christian man, but also mm-hmm. kicks fuck out of people for a living. Yeah, That's another story. But right. Rogan would come out with certain like things that were a bit shocking and whatnot. And that was his reaction was like, geez, golly. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, just say fuck. Just yeah. Just say it. Just say it loud and proud. Also, I mean, I you know, I'm not a religious guy or anything, but um, I mean, is what is there anything in the Bible that says you can't cuss? It, I mean, I don't know. I'm talking completely out of ignorance. Well, well, there's you should. Sh- thou shall not blaspheme is one of them, I believe. Which... Well, yeah, but blasphemy is different than just regular curse words, is it not? Yeah, you're going to hell for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm going, I'm already going. You're, this... you're, meet, you're, you're meeting Hitler, and you're getting bummed. Um, yeah, <laughs> by the devil <laughs> with a with a power tool. Um, but yeah, my my uh, my daughters were at the wedding yesterday, and um, I think my eldest came out and randomly was like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, as in, there was like a she saw a spider. That's what it was. Yeah, she saw a spider and she went, "Jesus Christ!" And then my wife was trying to tell her not to like blaspheme in the church, but she went, uh, for God's sake, stop doing that. And it's like, yeah, you're doing the same fucking thing. Just yeah. say, fuck's sake, stop doing it. Yeah. God is. I mean, listening. yeah. I, I mean, if, if, you know, God's got other shit to worry about, you know, he's not fucking, he's not tallying up fucks and shit. <laughs> yeah. There's fucking real things he's got to worry about. You say that's a, it's another Ricky Gervais thing. That is, it's like God's got too much shit going on to worrying about me. He's too busy giving AIDS to kids yeah. in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I, oh. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was just, I was just genuinely curious. I mean, I've never really um, studied, you know, the. The Bible and stuff. I mean, I and blasphemy. I mean, I that I know I knew about that one, but that's like the taking the Lord's name in vain kind of thing. But just just calling somebody a cunt. I mean, is where show me that <laughs> that says I can't do that. Would that would be brilliant. You know? That would be brilliant. <laughs> On page five hundred and seventy-three, yeah. sermon Thou shalt yeah. not say cunt. Oh, thou well, shalt not go. call mother-in-law cunt. <laughs> <laughs> definitely oh, definitely fuck. 
Oh, swear words are brilliant. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I mean, they, they emphasize everything uh, beautifully. You know, it's, um, it's the, the perfect, perfect emphasis. You know, it's like, um, you know, when you're a kid, if, uh, <laughs> if your parent, you know, if your parents uh, called you from the other room and they said, uh, hey, Ben, or, you know, it's, um, you know, you, you came, but if they used your full name, you knew something was up. Oh, right? yeah. And uh, it, cussing does the same thing. It's like it's like saying the full name. It's like something's going on here. Yeah, definitely. If uh, if I say where's my wallet, there's no emphasis on that. If I'm saying where's my fucking wallet, it's probably because I gotta be somewhere. All right, where I, <laughs> yeah. I got shit to do. Yeah. You know, there's some sense of urgency. You know, <laughs> if I just say where's my wallet, I don't know. It's I'll take a look for it. I'm probably just buying something I don't need on Amazon. It's not pressing. But where? Yeah, yeah. Wallet. I'm late for work. I'm yeah. about to, have to fucking fill out some resumes because I'm about to lose my job and I need my fucking wallet to leave. The <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Do you know what? This is about to do the same thing again. And I'm not going to lie. It's now 20 past two in the UK. Oh. And uh, this motherfucker needs to get some semi sort of beauty sleep going on. Yeah, but absolutely. Where can people find you, Ben? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Ben Horn, T H uh, E B E N H O R N. Um, you can find me on TikTok now at Woo! on the TikTok, comedy. on the TikTok. Yeah, on the TikTok. Yeah, and if you and if uh, you want to put some emphasis on that, it's on the fucking TikTok. Yeah, it's on the fucking TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm on the fucking TikTok at Ben Horn Comedy, and um, I've got I've got YouTube. I'm trying to get better about it. There's not a lot on there. I'll work on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, to all the you know, I appreciate you having me on. To all your followers and listeners and stuff, you know, I'm also a veteran. Um, I, I love making jokes and stuff. If you ever uh, fucking want to reach out to another veteran? You feel like people don't understand your humor? Fucking always hit me up. I you know I. I don't do a lot, so I, <laughs> you know, I'm, I will respond, I promise, so feel free I'm to man. hit chat. Man. But as always, the honour and the privilege is mine. Thank you very much for coming on, and I'll, uh, I'll be catching you soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, brother. Nah, thank you, my man. Have a good rest right. of your day. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.